2018 was a monstrous year and a year full of surprises, breakout performances, some bad, some good, some great, some legendary stuff. We are here back. We are in the zone. And today's episode is basically us saying our favorite moments of 2018, what we liked, what we disliked, all this crazy goodness. So I'm going to start asking, guys, what was your favorite moment in all of sports 2018? For me, it's the uh, emergence of the or the reemergence of the Boston and Toronto rivalry in the NHL. We played them the last two years in the playoffs. Obviously, did not go our way, but uh, a sign of things to come because it looks like we're going to be playing them a lot more often, and it's a lot more exciting hockey and more meaningful hockey. And for that, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So, I mean, okay, we we've seen the last two years, Boston, Toronto, just basically tear the house down. Who? is who are the guys that are going to basically like hold that feud together, hold that rivalry together, like the players. Like you have the McDavid, you have the Matthews, you have the Marner, you have the Pasternak, you have the Marchand. But for me, I think the biggest part of this rivalry is the whole Kadri and Marchand feud that they have because those two guys, they hate each other. You talked to Teams that fans that aren't the, the Bruins and Leafs, yeah. they'll say Marshawn and Kadri, the the two absolute worst in the league, two biggest rats. But for me, like the last couple of years, Math, uh, Matthews and Nylander are gonna have to pick it up a little bit offensively if they want to win, <laughs> if they want to actually get the W over uh, over Boston. You think they're cursed though? You think they eventually? Because we no. saw the game seven. Last time that was depressing when it, Phil. It, it was very. Like, de- it's hard to believe it's my favorite moment, but. Leading toward the future. It's, it's just, it's one of those where I agree with Pinello and it's a great moment for the whole NHL in that it's a feud that's just boiling and it's getting hotter every time they face, it's just, it's just, the hatred is there. We, we also, we haven't seen success. Yeah. Like ever, <laughs> since we were like nine. That's so, going to be our OV Crosby moment when Toronto finally slays the beast in Boston. Basically, yeah. Be, that's yeah. basically what's, what it's going to be, but I mean... I, I don't know, man. Like, we might actually be cursed in game seven, at least in game sevens, because, like, the last two against Boston in game sevens, we've just folded, like, folded completely. <laughs> no and I'm, who was there. <laughs> and, like, it's crazy to think because the 2012 lockout team to last year's Leaf team is two completely different teams. One is garbage and one is, like, ascending up. I think, like, two guys are on the team from. 2012? Maybe. I know, I know. Well, Gardner, well you had it? Kadri, Gardner, Bozak, and a couple others, but still. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, JVR too. It, it is a great, it was a great moment in that um, Boston came back, won, blah, blah, blah. They, luckily, they did not win the Stanley Cup, but the effort that the Leafs put in in that game and in that series, they were, their backs were against the wall for majority of, of, uh, of that series. And we also went to one of the games that was very cool. And uh, they did win that game. No. No, they didn't. Oh, <laughs> that we was lost. like, that would have been such a great moment. <laughs> I'll never forget uh, when, who hit Marshawn? Who hit Marshawn? <laughs> I don't remember who, but I remember your reaction. <laughs> I lost it. I was like, so in the moment, I basically told, like, I got up and I was like, sit the fuck down. Like, I started yelling and everyone is like looking at me they're like, Holy shit, you hate Marshawn. I'm like, yeah, I don't like him. Is it kind of looked like a dirty hit? So the people around us, like, we're just sitting with, like, no reaction. 
and he's the only guy standing up screaming and everyone's <laughs> fucking looking at us. It was, it was just so funny. Just curious, how much are those tickets? Because we saw Leafs, uh, they, they weren't in the playoffs for a while. They see Austin Matthews. How much did they take from people for that? I think it was like 220 in greens. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just which, over the rail there. Yeah. It, it was, it's not close. We weren't close, but it was perfect. The seating was perfect. But, yeah, that's a good moment, Pinello. I like that. Uh, Bruins and Leafs because uh, I have a couple fans in this house uh, that like the Bruins. And uh, it gets very heated here. And he gets very cocky and sarcastic when he talks about the Leafs and the Bruins. And I'm like, well, you'll see. You'll see one day. Just you'll a see. matter of time. Just a matter of time. So that's that's a good moment. How about Alino? What is your favorite sports moment? No, I'm going to go to the pitch in Toronto because uh, I go to BMO Field for Barnburner and in the press box there I saw one of the legends in every league around the world Zlatan Ibrahimovic so we've seen him in Italy England recently Man United just tearing it up and I saw him score his 500th goal and I don't know how the hell this guy did it the ball comes over from half and he just did a roundhouse kick and it goes into the back of the net. I'm looking around. I'm like, holy shit, this went in. And I'm like, that to me is the best moment. There's a lot of like legends in, in a lot of sports industries. Like you have the Lemieux, the Gretzky. You have the Pele, the Maradona. You have Ibrahimovic. And like what I saw two years ago on Manu was insane what he did. And like I think he was like sixth in scoring. I think he had like 13 goals with Manu. I think he had more. You could correct me if not. But just <laughs> he is a, he's a type of player where he's like a yogger in that he's getting better with age. He's not slowing down. At yeah. least, well, now he, he, he has slowed down. But I mean, in that moment that you probably watched, he was probably still lighting it up. And you also, know, so like, I don't know if you guys like. Who's like to you like a star that you would say like I'm gonna go watch this guy play if you had the chance? Well, for me, it's probably Sidney Crosby. Sidney He's Crosby. the guy like when a guy like with Pittsburgh's in town, I circle it and I'm like I want to watch this either on TV, live, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, I can only imagine what what seeing Ibrahimovic live is yeah, like. I that, saw like a bunch of people like I I think it was one of the most attended games that I saw. And there were just people in every Ibrahimovic jersey. You talk about like the traveling yoggers. I saw someone wearing one of his uh, old Swedish jerseys like a long time ago. I saw someone in a Juventus jersey and an Inter Milan jersey, which is crazy because both teams hate each other. They're in the same family, so they're traveling the game with that. I saw an Ibrahimovic fan crew. Just they don't even know anything about LA Galaxy. They're there talking in Swedish and screaming. And then in, in front of me after he scored, I forgot to mention this, but there was a bunch of TFC fans in this section that got up and did a standing ovation for him. And everyone in the press box is looking at each other like, do we join in on this? Do we not? But yeah, it was crazy. And there was even a thing with Michael Bradley and him. They're pushing and shoving a, a, like a little bit on the field. And Zlatan is still a savage when he gets the mic in his hand. And after the game, he was saying, yeah, I got more goals and he's got games played and just dropped in the left. So it, he's a character. It, 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 it's a great moment for sure in that like you have one of your favorites all time. You were there live seeing his 500th goal. And yeah, that's a moment that like you can't really relive. And like it's just something that's going to stick with you forever. And 
both your moments were great, but for me, it's pretty obvious. It's basically the Cinderella story of 2018. Vegas going to the Stanley Cup Finals, coming up short, but still, like, what they did is just something that I don't think we'll ever see again in the NHL because, like, the expectations for expansion teams are just so low. <laughs> I remember going into the season, I was talking with Pinello about a, you know, a draft preview and, like, who you think the bottom five are. I circled Vegas being in a bottom, the bottom five. And they, they end up going to the Stanley Cup final. It's just crazy to me to see how many players on that team may basically prove themselves as NHL players. It's like, oh, you want to you want to kick me to the curb? I'll put up 70 points and I'll torch you. Like William Carlson, this guy before going to Vegas, his career high in goals was like 11 with Columbus. And again, I don't hate on Carlson, but when you draft guys like Wenberg and Dubois. And you slowly see him climb the depth chart over you. It's like, you know what? I'm kind of happy that you kicked me to the curb. And I went to Vegas because I proved that I could be a great NHL player. Another guy, um, uh, Jonathan Marchessault, playing on Florida and Tampa Bay, putting up 30 goals last two years. It's like, you know what? We don't have room for you. I'm sorry. It's like, okay, no problem. I'll go to Vegas and I'll basically carry that team. It seems like that guy's been scratching and clawing his whole career because he was an undrafted player too, right? Yeah. Walked on to Tampa, let him go. Florida. He scored 30 in Florida and they still let him go. That's that's the crazy thing for me. It's like you, he scores 30 and he's been scratching and clawing. It's like you still don't give him the love. You still kick him to the curb. And we saw last year that he had that fire in him and he put up, I think, like 75 points. And he's only like... I know this year he hasn't been that good, but again, like just the story in itself is just incredible. Even Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah, that was a good. Like one. a lot of people are saying, oh, Matt Murray's the better goaltender. Um, last two years, no, not really. Fleury is still the better goalie, and he's potentially a top five goalie in the league. And uh, whoever the goalies are under Fleury, when they do come up eventually, those are huge shoes to fill because Fleury is going to go down as one of the all-time greats. He's got one of the greatest resumes of. I, of a goalie I've ever seen. He has what, four Stanley Cups now? I think he has four, three or four. And he's gone to numerous finals and he's carried the workload. We saw in the 08 final when he made that crazy save to win for Pittsburgh. And you know, just his whole way of going to the finals for Vegas, I think he had like a 942 save going into the final. So like just the stuff that we saw with Vegas for me is definitely that's moment of the year because again, you see teams like it's basically like okay you have the whole nhl versus a team full of leftovers and it's like do what you want but you guys are going to be you guys aren't going to be taken seriously like i'll give you an example of me personally when i was on my when i had a baseball team in 2014 uh, and it is house league whatever we just play for fun but basically what our coach said uh when our team like met he's like you guys are basically the players that no one really wanted and we made this extra team we put more money in the pot to be like here this is we're gonna make another team in house league in this league and we're gonna see what you guys do and i'll never forget we won that year it was my last year playing house league and we won so basically i can kind of relate to how vegas players felt and like you're looked at as a nobody and you got to prove yourself and they basically proved it to the world and they're still they're still a playoff team right now and like it's just it's so crazy to me. I mean it's it's actually so insane. Like it's it's dumb. But anyways, that's the good. I just want I want to kind of quickly talk about the bad and what you guys hated about 2018. I know it's on the spot, but Pinello, <laughs> which moment did you hate the most? 2018. The, the first thing I immediately pictured is the draft lottery. Oh yeah. I just I fucking hate it when teams <laughs> they just miss the playoffs. 
and then they slide right to the top and take these generational talents. It just, I don't know how they can work around it, but to me that it's always going to be a low point whenever that happens. So w- which team really signaled that for you? <laughs> I thought of Philly, but I hate it every year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least Nolan Patrick right now is not a like a Pedersen. Oh, He's not a stud. Oh, cool. That's my answer, though. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. Cleveland sweeping the Raptors again. Just leave it at that. Because <laughs> it was another year that... LeBron, yeah, though. Just LeBron depressing tough. just to see in the news all the time. LeBron's coming to town. Four in a row. Don't like <laughs> I think the last three times we faced Cleveland every year, they're like, oh, yeah, we got a chance. Oh, we yeah. can beat them. <laughs> no <laughs> shot. LeBron drops 40, 10, and 11 every game. It's like, no way. We're not beating them. Actually, that actually pisses me off that you brought that up, that Cleveland just keeps beating Toronto. But this is finally the year where Cleveland, you're not making shit. You're not going to the finals. You're not making the playoffs. But for me, the probably the worst of 2018, I'm not going to lie, is Golden State winning again. Like, to me, they get, there's, I had talked about this before. There's no competitiveness in the NBA. There's no team that could, I flat out believe, that could beat Golden State right now. It's like, oh, yeah, this team, oh, yeah, you guys can beat Golden State. You guys are pushing them the limit. Like last year, everyone's like, oh, Boston could have beat this, the Warriors. I'm like, no, no, they couldn't have. It's such a shame because you have so many teams that are doing so well, but they know where the end of the line is eventually. Like you think of the Stephen A. Smiths and all these guys, and it's like, I'll give them all this love. Like I like they were talking about the Grizzlies earlier on this year. It's like, oh, the Grizzlies, yeah, they're in first or they're second. They're amazing, but they're not beating Golden State. They just aren't. <laughs> it's like, I love, I love what Jokic is doing. I love what all these guys are doing, but you're not beating Golden State. I love what the Celtics are doing. They're a great team. They got Irving, Hayward, Tatum. They're not beating Golden State. I love the Raptors. They have now Leonard, Lowry. They're not beating Golden State. So it's like Golden State has basically made the NBA a joke in that, yes, you are a dynasty, but look who the hell you have on your team. You have five superstars. Mind you, I didn't even bring up now they have DeMarcus Cousins who hasn't played a game yet. So for me, basically, the biggest disappointment or the the thing that I just hate about 2018 is just it's – Three initials, GSW, Golden State Warriors. Don't like it. Need more competitiveness in that league. So that's my take on that. Is this it? Is that it? Yeah, that's good. This is definitely, it's been a fun year, 2018. Look forward to a lot better moments in 2019. And uh, In the Zone will be a lot more uh, consistent, and we will be better as 2019 rolls around. Take care.